Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is pod 87. My name is Jay and with my co-host, Lita Herman. Hello, everyone. We're so excited for today. How excited are we for today? We're I don't know how excited. Couldn't even get a word. That's how excited. <laughs> Today we're getting to the real alchemical work, Jay. That's why I'm so excited. You know what we've been leading up to this whole season—the steps of stage one of alchemy. It's like the big. You see the big long staircases going up. These are the steps. How many steps? Like in the are Chinese there? mountains that yes. we've been to. Yes, yes, the big long staircases. We're going up those steps. Yes, not that many steps. Yes, on those alchemical mountains. So, all right, so let's go with the steps of stage one of alchemy. Yes. So in Taoism, the thinking is that what sparks your interest in alchemy and Taoism is whatever speaks to your spirit. Yeah, that sounds really nice. You know, you could just be going along in life, thinking things are good, things are making you happy, like events and things we want to experience or things we want to acquire, dare I say materialism, right? Or even the good food we want to eat or drink or consume or any of those kind of things. These pursuits are coping mechanisms for how we think about we can feel good. Yeah. What what do we think makes us feel but good? What really makes us feel good. Right. And then one day, some of us, those, those potential alchemists out there, suddenly feel the emptiness of those pursuits. And that even when we do get those things or have those experiences, maybe we're still not happy in the end. I mean, we think those things are going to make us happy, but... Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. yeah. Sometimes that's not the case. No judgment. Right. But sometimes you're like, is that it? Where's is there more to life than this, Just, this, this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and sometimes you're even left with more wanting, you know, more lusting after those things, more shopping, more socializing, more eating, more adventuring, more challenges to more, overcome. More, more. Yeah. It goes on and on. So for some of us, we start to realize this. And we're like, is there more? Is there more, more, more? But not the other more, <laughs> but more to deeper, more spiritual, more, you know, enlightened. I, I don't know. And then maybe we panic because, you know, maybe this this other way of being is our foundation of how we live. We're We're living for those experiences. We're living for those material gains. We're living for, that's what we think life is about. And if we start to question that, that can cause a lot of panic. Yeah. I, you know, when you first started to say that, I started to think like a midlife uh, crisis, which we call a midlife adjustment. But or it could transition. come at, yeah, it could come at any age. And actually, I personally think if it comes earlier, the better, because then you can start to work on the self-cultivation, self-awareness. You know, we're not just the cog in the machine of this giant world. We're actually individuals. And, you know, we've been meeting a lot of 20-somethings who are going through this quite early, which is wonderful because they're really starting to, you know, um, approach life with this, this this different way of thinking, yeah. this alchemical we've way of thinking. We've met people in their 80s, 70s, 60s, every, every age you can imagine. Yes. That are just questioning more. So, you know, if we allow ourselves to, you know, wander into these questions, into these patterns of our lives, the things that we've developed, if we can poke around and look, you know, and, and not feel completely like chained to them and open to newness. That's great. That's how you kind of want to look at this, I think. But it is normal to sometimes feel untethered by it as well, like yeah. floating in space, not knowing where you are, because again, that foundation can be it's like we pulled the rug out from under us. Yeah, that untethered is very, very scary for a lot of people. Yes. Uh, no one wants to be, you know, all alone. 
anywhere at any time. I mean, there's some people who like to be alone, but in deep space. In deep space, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, right, well, before we get too untethered, let's talk a little bit about the Learning Center um, and the podcast. So, you know, the, at the podcast here, if you could just take a moment to rate and review on iTunes, that would be fantastic. If you want to, you know, look at some of our posts and, you know, send it to a friend, we recommend it. Anything we can get more people to listen, experience this with us, we'd be very happy. So, again, rate and review. Say a word or two. That's all. Just a little. Anything you want. If you like the podcast, we would really, really love it. And we have this wonderful um, new app that's coming out for our Alchemy Learning Center any day now. And so we will let you know if you're on our mailing list when it's out. It'll be pretty soon. And you can do your classes on your phone, on your iPad. Do everything. All things podcast and Learning Center. All our classes will be on there as well. All our meditations will be on there, I believe. Yes. Pretty much everything. Our grocery list will be on there. You can do our shopping for us. I need a dozen eggs. There it is on the app. What is that on the app, Jay? No, that will not be on the app. But maybe a future edition. 2.0. We're also launching um, curated podcasts, which I'm really excited about, Jay. I think it's a really cool idea. Actually, it was my idea, so that's why it was cool. Oh, really? Okay, very cool. What is it? It's the idea that maybe you're really interested in the five elements. And so we're going to put together a list of all the five element podcast podcast episodes. So oh, yeah, you just I call go it to LA listening. Yes. Lazy <laughs> listening. No, I love it. I'm a big fan of it. I'm like, I don't want to weed through 87 podcasts if I just want to hear about wood. I know. Wood, 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 fire, fire, whatever. So no, I love the idea of the curated. And most people listen to all of the podcasts, which shock me every day, but because <laughs> um, I figure just you and I and Zena listen to all the podcasts. But <laughs> okay, so we are just going to be talking about all these great things. And the, again, check out the app, check out the curated podcast. Uh, what else is going on later? What's going on in Learning Center? Well, we have a new workshop coming up and oof, uh, oof. it's on Halloween. So if you're a uh, a practitioner, healer. Of- which we have a ton of practitioners who listen to this podcast, yeah. which also I'm very happy with and just always surprised when someone says, I love your podcast. Yeah. Oh, yay. That's great. So Woo-hoo. so it's a great um, upcoming class on the 13 ghost points. Now we've talked about that quite a lot in the podcast. Sure. So if you're a listener who's not a healer. At least 13 times. Yeah, at least 13 times. If you're a listener who's not a healer, but is, are you're just like infatuated with the 13 ghost points, which there are a few, you're welcome to come to the class. It's not exclusively just for healers, but it is geared towards healers. So I just wanted you to know if that. If you've had that treatment and, or yeah, if are going to have it. it in the future, a lot of people like to know yeah. what it's all about. So it'll definitely be for that. So that's the 13th. You can go to alchemylearningcenter.com. And sign up for that. On the 31st, on on Halloween. And Lita has a couple uh, webinars ahead of that, that about that too. So you can check it out. We have a list of all the stuff that we're doing in the upcoming month. I guess we'll have a monthly calendar kind of thing because we're kind of getting really busy. And we also have our online classes are there. So if you don't have the app yet, you can go to the Alchemy Learning Center, find all the classes, find our weekly events, uh, look for the curated podcast. And just if you want to say hi to another alchemist who's there, just say hi. Is that it? Can we get going? Yes, let's That's get a lot going. Of rambling there. Let's get going. Rambling. Okay, so we're going to go back. We started a, a few minutes ago. Sorry about that long little thing that we talked about, which is we're so excited about our stuff. But let's go back to the steps of stage one of Alchemy Leader. Let's go. Let's go up that staircase that in little... our minds of what's going on. 
actually, I have the perfect picture in my, in mind of a mountain called Taishan in China that has these amazing steps. So we'll put that on our in website, show notes. Inspired Action Podcast shows notes in the show notes. So, so steps of stage one of alchemy. Steps of stage one of alchemy. Well, going back to what I said, in Taoism, the thinking is that whatever sparks your interest in alchemy or Taoism is whatever speaks to your spirit. So, you know, so that's something that comes in sort of from nowhere. We don't really know what it's from, but it's something's opening us up. Something is speaking directly to our deepest self. And it's something that has nothing to do with regular regular life. I think when you when it happens, you kind of know. And you're like, huh, you know, you could say it's one of those aha moments, those, you know, the clouds part and the sun <laughs> comes down. And you're like, oh, there why you go. am I not doing this? <laughs> um, or, or something like that. So, you know, if it hasn't happened to you yet, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And it often doesn't feel rational at all because, you know, what most is, of the time it doesn't feel rational. Yeah. We don't know what the spirit is. We can't really define what is exactly. There's nothing rational at all about this process, actually. (laughs) So, you know, we might feel this unraveling of the fabric of our lives when we start questioning these kinds of things. And this is what we mean when we use this phrase, enter the mystery. It's entering a state of the unknown. Yeah, where everything we thought we knew no longer applies. It's like a new world. You're going through the mystery gate. It might be something similar, but it's probably something really different. It's like walking in the darkness and not being able to see anything around you, but you're still willing to put one foot in front of the other, cautiously, of course, but one foot in front of the other and then, you know, another step and you just wait to see what happens. So most of us feel uncomfortable in the darkness. And in Chinese, the term is shen, X-U-A-N, which is translated. Yeah, thank you. It's hard for me to say that one, which is translated as mysterious. Ah, Mysterious. So when we begin to unravel our our lives, we let go of the attachments and the things we thought that were going to make us, air quotes, make us happy, career, relationship, money, family. Then we start to question what we've been told is important. And then we can let our spirits start to talk to us and guide us back in the dark. Guide us back. It's like that little spirit holding your hand, walking you through. It's like walking through a dark tunnel. And, you know, that's what we call, that's why we call it entering the mystery gate. And the Taoists even call it a cavern. So when you go into a cavern, it's a dark cave and you, you really can't see what's in there. Yeah. And if you access, if you can access your spirit, then you become the beacon of light that lights up that cavern, that cave that Lita was just talking about. Your light reveals the truth. You have revelations, ah, self-realizations about you and, and your life and everything around you, everything about you. It becomes clear. It ha- comes into clarity, maybe. Well, the light comes on. When you go into a dark room, you put the light on. You can see things. Except you're the light. Except for you are your own light. <laughs> right. So I guess and, you have to turn yourself on. Yes. Don't you down, down. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> oh, turn, oh, I just got it. Okay, I'm a little slow today. That's okay. Okay, so this is a stage, a time of experimentation and inquiry into yourself, into developing your sense of authenticity. Your body, your being is that cavern 
that is dark until you turn your little light on. Yeah, you got to let that light come out and you got to let it shine. You this know. little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. It's like okay, that. that's all you, not me. I am not <laughs> sing. No singing today. No. Um, <laughs> oh, come on, Jay. You're the singer. No, I am not. Oh, that is that is one thing that no one is ever going to say. Jay, but, you're the singer. <laughs> but on this podcast, you've sung almost every single episode. Oh, I know. All right. That's not the good parts right. of the podcast. <laughs> well, today I'm the singer. Okay. Let's go back to stage one, entering the mystery gate, please. <laughs> so that's the theory. Now, how do we do this in practice? In the last podcast, which was pod 86, we asked the question, or we asked you to ask the question, are you ready? And if the answer was yes, then today is the first step into that mystery. It's the first step of those giant staircases, but it's really not that giant once you get going, but you have to take that first step. And the first step is really to overcome your fear of the unknown. Can you move through the mystery gate, even if you're afraid, and have the courage to keep walking through the darkness and into the unknown? You're the darkness, you're the dark tunnel, and so a self-examination, especially if it's your first time, can be scary. So what kind of Pandora's box might open if you pry open that mystery yeah, maybe gate? maybe like old wounds, old trauma, something that, you know, really had fear, uh, put fear in, and made you not do something that you maybe would have wanted to do, or something, some life event that made you go down a different path that you kind of knew you didn't want to go down that path. You know what? We always say that first step, even if you have the fear, that's okay. You just need to be gentle and kind to yourself. And some of us have big monsters in the closet and some have... Little monsters. There's no hierarchy of monsters because <laughs> even sometimes the little ones are the the really rawr, big ones. But you know, we all have old traumas that we really couldn't deal with at the time, so we tuck them away, we stuff them down, we we put them in places, you know, uh, and hide them away. So here we go and threw away the keys. Threw away the keys. <laughs> Some hid of us. the keys, right? Yes. Uh, so we locked them away in dark rooms inside of us, little chambers. You usually have something you say about that, but I, I usually say that you know, even it, we make it sound bad, but it's actually good news because. If you hadn't done that, you know, it was really, really bad, like some really bad trauma, you know, that's what got you through those bad times. Absolutely. So if we had to lock something away, it's because we couldn't have continued on. So I always say it, maybe it saved your life and that's a good thing. That is a good thing because now you're ready to deal with it, process it, you know, move through it and get yeah. on with perhaps something that you really wanted to do or were meant to do. And, and remember, no judgment here. No yes. judgment. Not that you're not ready to look and shine that little light that Lita was singing into your own dark room, but that's totally okay. You will know when it's the right time. Yeah. I can't tell you, Lita can't tell you, you know, your partner can't tell you, your dog can't tell you. You will know when it's time. Yeah, if it's not your time yet, or at the very least, you just need to go really slow, that's great. You know, it's about taking one step at a time. Yeah, and we even created a guided meditation for this step in the Alchemy Learning Center, and you can get that uh, it's the whole package of stage one, stage one meditations there. And in this particular meditation, you imagine a dark tunnel. You remember uh, this tunnel is really in, in you. you, inside of you. It's your yeah. own dark tunnel. All your demons, creepy crawly, yucky things are in that tunnel. And if you have the courage to walk forward and shine a little light, you'll see that they're not just scary. They're your own creations. Yes. And this is where your five elements really come into play. Because each of us is so different elementally. And I love that theory, Lita, of talking about that. I don't think we've ever done that before. And I really want to kind of, you know, branch off. When we talked about this earlier, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's perfect for the podcast coming up. So 
let's just dabble a little bit and then we'll maybe go deeper into those because I think that's really, really cool. And people will love to hear how they energetically might look at this process. Yeah, let's do that. So we'll do that for the next series of podcasts. We'll go through the five elements. Boom. Okay. Big decision. Yeah. Okay, big decision. So that's the next five podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and let's give a little taste. Let's talk a little bit about wood just to see if, if it's you know, uh, yeah. So just to give you a little good. taste, if, if your wood, your monsters under the bed, so to speak, or in your dark tunnel are going to be very different than your, if you're fire. Yeah. So if you're wood, it's going to be a lot more about things that are very challenging that you have to overcome. Whereas for fire, it's going to be all about, you know, people not loving you. And, and so that's really something that we need to take a deeper so look at. One is a little bit different in each element. You know, I don't want to say the word reacts because I don't usually think of it that way, but energetically responds. Well, that's a nice way of saying it, right? How you energetically respond to things. Um, okay, so let's just talk a little bit about that because I think we we can dive into those each one into a podcast. But um, let's talk a little bit about entering in the darkness. Yeah, so once you go into the dark tunnel in this meditation state or just, you know, going through this exercise, remember what's going to light your way you know, you can just walk in the darkness. You can feel along the sides of the tunnel walls if you want. Use your sense of touch to kind of get you through the tunnel. And you really don't need light to be brave enough to walk through it, you know. But if you really want to enlighten yourself, that's a nice phrase. That because, pun is intended. Yeah. No, yes, that pun is intended. Um, then you can imagine like there's a little Buddha inside you that glows and you give it your attention and intention, and that little Buddha starts to glow brighter and brighter, and then it's shining out of you so that you can now see inside the tunnel. That is the light coming out of you, emanating. Yeah. Your own little Buddha is you. Yeah. Now, interestingly, sometimes when you start to shine the light, what you see might make you run back the other way screaming. Yeah, many times. That's <laughs> why it's okay to do it a few times. It's okay to turn around. It's okay to go back. It's okay to be safe. Yes. You can always do that. Yes. This, this exercise is that you can always go back and turn around, go back to the beginning of the dark tunnel, go back into the light. You do not have to go and do this exercise when it feels too much. You're never at the point of no return. Yes. So you That's might, the beauty of it. That's what makes it so cool. Yeah. And you might need to work more on these monsters in your darkness. You might need to be very gentle with yourself. You know, turning around is being gentle with yourself. You might need just even more time to process the fact that you even have monsters in there that you've been ignoring for a very long time. You can journal. This is a very good time to journal after these meditations. You can also talk to someone that you really can confide in, or you can just actually have conversation with yourself. Yeah. But I love journaling for the early stages. You know, I'm a big journaler, so, and I know you are too, Lita. So. Right. And for those who don't turn around and run screaming out of this mystery tunnel, for those who feel brave enough to continue, you know, what is the point of what we're doing? It's, it's about really starting to shine the light on your fears. You don't need to resolve them. You don't have to tackle them or get rid of them right now. You just need to feel brave enough to walk into this darkness and continue walking, even though those creepy crawlies are on the walls. And you know they're there. Yes. Right? They're slimy. There's <laughs> holes in the walls. If it's stone, it could not be stone. But uh, in other words, you just don't know. Yeah. You don't be too distracted by them. Now you know they're there and you'll be dealing with them later on in alchemy. You know, in the nine stages of alchemy, you've got plenty of things that are going to be dealing with them. 
This step is only to see that it's not quite as terrifying as you thought it was, because whenever we turn on the lights in the darkness, at least we know what we're dealing with, and that's comforting. So it's about feeling a little bit of comfort and finding the willingness to keep walking. So you turn on that little inner inner Buddha light and you look around, you go, oh, all right, this is what I have to deal with. This is my this is my crap, whatever. Can I say crap? I guess not. <laughs> this is my baggage. I don't know. Whatever you want to insert your own personal word there. And then more things may come out of those little creek, creeks and cracks and creepy things. But you at least it's your shit. That's what I always say. You're not dealing with someone else's. That's yes. their story. You're going to look at your own. So when you're ready to start to do that, it'll be there waiting for you. And part of that willingness is your connection with hope. There is hope that even in the dark tunnel, there has to be a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, why is there that phrase? There, At the end of every tunnel, there's the light. Because you're so. still alive. You're still here. So that light is on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's your hope. And if you just keep walking, guess what? You'll find that light at the end of the tunnel. And so that's what this is about. Which is a little different of that whole, I'm dying, go towards the light. Oh, well, that tunnel <laughs> too. Yeah, that's a little different. That's a different. This is a positive one. But that's hopeful too. It's very hopeful. That's so very hopeful. Out of the potential terror you might feel. Okay, now we're going to be scaring everybody. Dun, dun, dun. No. Is the hope that you can handle it, that you're strong enough to keep walking, that you're not afraid of the unknown within you, and that you want to keep asking questions and examining your life. And that's it. So that's in the meditation. And if you want to check it out, go listen to it. It might take you a few times. I've had people tell me I had nothing. I said, go back. I had nothing. Go back. Oh, then things start to happen. So it's not always the first time. Because remember, you have to be able to get comfortable with that quiet conversation. You have to find that little Buddha, turn them on, get it going, send out. You are the light inside your own space. Right. So for homework this week, if you're ready for alchemy, now remember, go back to Potty 6 to ask that question. If you haven't heard that podcast, please go back and listen to it. After that, then you can find a quiet place to sit and start to engage this mystery within you. You can do the guided meditation we have, or you can actually read about it in our Through the Mystery Gate book, which we describe it in detail there. And, you know, or just from this podcast, I think we've given you plenty to work with. So these are metaphors, really. There really isn't a tunnel that you're walking through. But you could, as an example, go out in the dark at night or wherever you are that you can find darkness and walk, but hopefully in a safe place. You know, please, we don't want people wandering around cliff sides in the dark. You could just sit out in the dark in the beginning because we don't want you to hurt yourself. yourself. But it does. everyone knows it takes a while for your eyes to adjust. So yes, and sit, then you s- adjust. You start to see things more clearly in your environment. And the the thing is, do you have enough courage to get out of that chair and take a couple steps and walk yeah, around? Maybe in the you dark. do. Maybe you don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also good. His little cheat is do it on full moon. Boom. And you have a little guidance there. <laughs> That's a right? good starting way right, to do it, start. and then work your way up to the no moon. Cheat. No. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so yes. So and then you could do a little moon gazing while you're at yes. it. Yes. Um, so, okay, ooh. so well, I'm sorry. So the Go true, back to the homework. <laughs> so the true homework here is to start the process of introspection, looking within yourself. Your body is your vehicle in this lifetime, and most of us are just conscious of what's outside of our vehicle. But the question here is what's inside I our like vehicle? like that because that's true. People mm-hmm. live their lives based on what's happening on outside of yes. their reactions. 
And you might find a lot of loveliness inside. And that's wonderful. More power to you if you do. I think you probably will. Yes. like, I think 99.9% of the time, people just like, wow, why did I wait so long to take this journey? Exactly. And this part of alchemy will be fairly easy for you if that's the case. But if you have some goblins and demons in there, even just your own self-judgment or even self-hatred, then you need to take some time to acknowledge that is true. Yeah. And be kind and loving to yourself and gentle. And if any time it feels forced or, or doesn't feel right, then stop. Yeah. You have that safety. You have the past to get back at any time. And remember with this homework, you don't need to make anything be better or resolved. You just need to see into the darkness and not run away screaming. Or if you do run away, then at least acknowledge that you're being kind to yourself and need to take your time. Yeah, because you know what? You're already okay. You just have to I understand and believe that. <laughs> okay, so next week we're going to talk about this stage based on your elements. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and let's we, do wood first. Okay, wood, wood, wood. Go first. We always got to go first if you're wood. <laughs> and we really want to encourage our listeners to feel free to send us a video of you walking again. We we love not to sure have of your you. elements. We will take yes. a look. Um, you could also take a. We we just talked about that. You could take the assessment or the quiz or. You know, if you really want to, we've had so many people take the Understanding the Five Element class and they start to really, you know, it's like the gateway to all of this is to understand how you move through the world energetically. Yes. And I should say, join us on the Inspired Action Podcast Facebook group if you're on Facebook. Uh, We'd love to see you there. It's also a great way to upload those videos if you'd like to get them to us easily. And keep an eye out for the app. It's coming. It's It's coming. It's almost done. Okay. Although I say this on the podcast and, you know, time is irrelevant. So hopefully this is not 2023 when you're listening to this. (laughs) Okay. 2021. Even if it is 2023. That's right. Then you can Welcome to the podcast now. Yes. Okay. Until next time, have happy, fun, great, beautiful time walking in your own darkness. All right. Remember, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Go find it. I can't stop. Bye. (laughs) You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog. <laughs>